Hey guys, welcome back to Fiction Fixation. We're your host. I'm Courtney. And I'm Rose. And this week we are going to be discussing the 2018 movie Dumplin'. Discussing makes us sound more sophisticated than we are. <laughs> we are going to be recapping the 2018 movie Dumplin', starring Danielle McDonald, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, I think it's key here. We have to lower the expectations of what we provide from the very beginning. It's like, listen, discussion, you know, that makes us sound like scholars. Like we've got very important things to say. We're not here for a long time, but we are here for a good time. So (laughs) yes, we're here for the good time. You know, I had a completely different impression of this movie than what it actually turned out to be because I remember seeing- same. Right. Because I remember seeing previews of it and it's Jennifer Aniston is a pageant queen. Like she's like this famous pageant queen in this small town. And then her daughter is heavier and, you know, not the um, typical pageant queen. And what I thought Mm -hmm. the movie was about is I thought that her mom was making her do the pageant show. Yes. I thought it was one of those things to where the mom was living vicariously through her daughter and her daughter just hated it. Right. And so I actually thought, you know, I th- I was going in thinking that her mom was like super sweet and believed in her and was mm-hmm. like, honey, you are no less good than these other skinny bitches. Um, but that's not that's not what's happening here. <laughs> no. So the movie starts out with a young Willow Dean. She is our main character and she is being cared for by her Aunt Lucy. Her Aunt Lucy kind of took care of her while her mom was working all the time. It's interesting to me that Willow Dean is being raised by a single mom and her aunt. And there is never any mention, any sort of like allusion to what happened to the dad. No, it's like he never existed. It's like he never existed. And it's almost it's almost like society is perfectly okay with just a dad not being involved in a child's life. They don't need to explain it in the story. Like, isn't that kind of sad? Because if the, if she was being raised by her dad, you know, there would be at least one line in there about what happened to the mom. Yeah, absolutely. But the dad dipped or died or was murdered. Who knows what happened to dad? We can make up our own narratives. And we will. We will. I'm going to believe that dad was a one night stand and he was the lead singer of a popular rock band. Love that. No, it totally makes sense because the mom is played by Jennifer Aniston, who is, of course, Mm -hmm. really gorgeous. And the movie takes place in Texas. So they all have these adorable Texan accents. Does it make you mad that Jennifer Aniston still looks the exact same as she did like 20 years ago? I mean, I'm pretty sure there are ritual sacrifices and a lot of butthole cream happening to make that to like hold up the scaffold of that face. (laughs) But she is she's amazing. I do love her. Listen, I'm not too good to put butthole cream on my face. Yeah. I just needed to have the right butthole ingredients to make my face look younger. I mean, and Jennifer Aniston low-key scares me a little bit. She gives me the vibes of someone who would make you cry in like the sweetest way. Does she just touch your hand and be like, oh, bless your heart, sweetie. You really thought that shirt looked good on you, didn't you? Listen, you come on by to my house, okay? And I'll get you something really nice. And you're just like, that was so mean and so nice at the same time. (laughs) Until you show up and she dumps a five-gallon bucket full of cow's blood on you like in Carrie. <laughs> yes. It's like she's really nice, but you aren't sure. I'm Listen, I'm going to say it. Don't cancel me. 
she kind of has a lot of mean girl energy. There is mean girl energy there. Yeah. But is it because she's actually mean or because she's really pretty? And I'm making assumptions here. No, that's a good point. Because I think when a girl is really pretty and also really nice, it just seems like a red flag, right? Because we're Mm -hmm. just so suspicious. Like she can't be that beautiful and that nice. Like it's not possible. Pick a privilege in this world, okay? (laughs) You can't have both. And is it because if we were that pretty, we wouldn't be that nice? Like, does this say more about us? I don't know. I'm not that pretty and I'm still not nice. Who knows? (laughs) You know what? Maybe I'm doing it wrong. Jennifer Aniston, her name is Rosie in the movie. And uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, she's a beauty queen and she's kind of a small town celebrity. She's also a nurse of some sort. I don't know exactly what kind of nurse she is. Mm -hmm. But from Willow Dean's young eyes, her mom was always off doing pageant stuff, which she was off doing pageant stuff sometimes. But honestly, as an adult, she was probably working most of the time. Yeah. But as a child, Willow Dean only saw moms doing pageant stuff. Willow Dean's aunt is the complete opposite from the mom. Aunt Lucy is a heavier set woman with like big hair, lots of personality, perfect lipstick, awesome outfits. She doesn't fit the aesthetic of a beauty queen the way that Mm -hmm. mom Rosie does. Aunt Lucy is obsessed with Dolly Parton and then imparted that wisdom onto young, impressionable Willow Dean. It's a little bit strange because on one side of her childhood, Willow Dean had this super supportive aunt that made her feel like she looked amazing, even though she was always overweight her whole life. And on the other side, she had this mom who was into the toxic diet culture and prioritized Uh her looks. And so I think there was this battle in Willow Dean of like wanting to impress her aunt, but also wishing her mom could be proud of her. And it seems like Aunt Lucy noticed that Willow Dean was having some trouble making friends. She set up a play date with Ellen. And Ellen is a girl that was Willow Dean's age. And they became instant best friends. They did. Yeah. We see Ellen and Willow Dean grow up. And Ellen is more your average younger girl. She doesn't struggle Mm -hmm. with her weight. And Willow Dean has struggled with her weight and she's a lot bigger than all the other girls her age. And -hmm. you could see how she has a complex. Like she doesn't interact with people in a normal way. She absolutely doesn't. And this becomes abundantly clear when we get sort of our first shot of teenage Willow Dean and teenage Ellen. This is the beginning of the school year right after Willow Dean has lost Aunt Lucy. Yeah, Willow Dean and Ellen are lying out in the sun at a public pool, just kind of floating and reminiscing about Aunt Lucy and how much they miss her. And there's this boy who keeps jumping into the pool saying whale watching. It's just your classic, you know, bullying. He's calling Willow Dean a whale and it seems like she's used to it. I think that Willow Dean should embrace the whale comment, pretend like she's an orca, and that the dude who's calling her a whale is a SeaWorld whale trainer and she should murder him. <laughs> she should just eat. Can you imagine? Though? She should just eat him. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's one way to shut down the uh the bullies. Yeah, definitely. Um I can't get that image out of my head now. Like the pool just goes red. <laughs> Yeah, like, you know what? If I'm a whale, then I get to pick which whale I am. I'm an orca. (laughs) Run, bitch, run. And so now that Willow Dean is a teenager, her mom is no longer a pageant queen because she's older, right? 
But mm-hmm. her mom is still very much involved in the pageant queen world. It's that season again. Willow Dean is just completely, she hates anything that has to do with pageants. And you could tell that she has some disdain for her mother too. Mm-hmm. So Rosie, Willow Dean's mom, is in the process of cleaning out all of Lucy's stuff. Yeah, there seems to be some sort of um, disconnect there where Aunt Lucy died and yet Rosie, who was Aunt Lucy's sister and Willow Dean's mom, just hasn't mourned, hasn't taken the time to really be there for her daughter. I think that Rosie thinks she's suffering more because she lost her sister. No, you're so right. But Willow Dean makes a good point at one time and she says, she raised me though. Right. Which is true. And it it sucks for Rosie to have to hear that, but it's true. She's going through something right now. You could see Willow Dean definitely struggling. But yeah, as the mom is cleaning out Aunt Lucy's stuff, Willow Dean finds a random piece of paper and it turns out to be a pageant application. It looked like at one point, Aunt Lucy decided that she was also going to join the pageant, but she never turned it in. She never filled out the form all the way and she never turned it in. This kind of shakes Willow Dean because in her head, there was always like her pageant queen mom and then there was her overweight, carefree aunt. And Willow Mm -hmm. Dean can't wrap her head around the fact that her aunt at one point had some sort of secret desire to be a pageant queen. Willow Dean is not doing well with the loss of Aunt Lucy, and she decides that she's going to join this pageant Mm -hmm. as sort of an ode to Aunt Lucy, who never got to do it. Yeah, but I think it's more than that. I think it's an ode to Aunt Lucy, and it's also a fuck you to her mom. Exactly. And you know what? When Willow Dean shows up the day of to sign up for the pageant with her best friend... Ellen. So Willow Dean and Ellen decide they'll both join it. Right. When they get there to sign up, Willow Dean hasn't asked her mom for permission yet. And you need a parent signature. Rosie sees Willow Dean and she is shooketh. There's a little bit of a scene there where the mom just like assumes bad intentions, which like honestly fair (laughs) because because Willow Dean does have like kind of vindictive intentions. But the mom is just like, I will not sign this permission slip. I refuse to allow you to make a mockery of this. And that's harsh to say, but I don't think Mm -hmm. the mom meant like you are a mockery. I think the mom knew that the daughter didn't really want to be part of the pageant and she had ulterior motives. Willow Dean looks at Rosie and says, if you don't sign that form, you are saying that I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. And so as a parent, like she kind of got you there. Can you imagine standing up to your mom like that? With with an audience? With an audience, girl. Listen, my mom would have beat my ass in public. She would have? Oh, yeah. Did your mom never beat you in public? Oh, no. My mom was always scared about CPS. <laughs> oh, it was always okay. like, when we get home, <laughs> we're going to beat your ass. Well, my mom was white. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, different rules. <laughs> yeah, she did not fear CPS. So, you know the tornado spakings where you're trying to run, but your mom's in one place. <laughs> and so you're like running around your mom like a fucking tornado. And she's just like beating you in a circle. Yeah, yeah my mom would have like tornado circle beat my ass. 
Yeah. At 17 years old in the middle of a crowded room. Girl, I don't know what kids with like super fit moms that beat them do because I was lucky. My mom was like really overweight and I could outrun her and I would just outrun her and she couldn't catch up. Oh, no. I was scared to run from my mom in like a real way <laughs> wow. because my mom would have taken like hinges off a door or like beat it down with an axe to wow. get to me if I ran. I love how cheerfully we are describing child abuse. <laughs> okay, well, this was the 90s. It wasn't child abuse in the 90s. There was a lot of things that were okay in the 90s. <laughs> Just like cocaine was okay in soda in the 40s. Listen, it's a different different era. We don't beat our kids. I refuse to lay a hand on my kids. I will stop my kids from walking away from me by like grabbing their hand yeah. or their arm. But once they stop moving, I will let go of them. Yeah. So Rosie decides to give her daughter the benefit of the doubt. And also she was kind of put on blast in public. So she had to. Yeah. She decided to go ahead and sign the permission slip. I don't think Willow Dean knows what she's getting into. Willow Dean doesn't, but other people have somehow heard about Willow Dean's um, revolution. Which, like, let's let's be clear here. What exactly is the statement that Willow Dean is trying to make? I don't think Willow Dean knows. I think Willow Dean's plan was to make a mockery out of the pageant. <laughs> it's just like the mom said. Well, the token goth girl from school decided she was also going to join the pageant. And then the other heavier set girl in school, who's actually like super happy and bubbly and a bright ray of sunshine, she decides she's going to join too. But she had to forge her mom's signature. Right, because her mom wouldn't let her attend. I think it's, number one, it's interesting that there's this other heavier girl in Willow Dean's school that's like the opposite of Willow Dean because Willow Dean is like quiet, shy, insecure, and this other girl is like you said, she's bright, she's happy. She doesn't really see her weight as an obstacle. Well, Willow Dean actually kind of makes fun of the other heavier girl mm-hmm. at one point because she says, at least I'm not fat and clueless. You know what? Just because she's fat, does she have to be miserable? No. Right. Exactly. The other girl doesn't see being bigger as a deficiency like Willow Dean does. Exactly. And not just that. I feel like the other girl is prettier just because she's happier. Like... There mm-hmm. is a magic about being happy that makes people more attractive. It does. Is that why men tell us to smile more? <laughs> you know what? I take it back. We need to look as miserable as possible to deter advances from men. Smiling gives you wrinkles. Resting bitch face keeps you young. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> I don't even, I wish I had resting bitch face. I don't. I have like resting sad face. I'm sorry to break the news. You do have resting bitch face. You have the scariest. Thank you. You do. Yeah, you're welcome. Did I send you that TikTok where it said, if you smell cucumbers and melons, it tells you that there's a den of copperheads around because mm-hmm. they naturally produce the smell of cucumbers and melons. And I think it's to attract prey to them. Oh my gosh. Because it smells sweet and then they eat the baby bunny. But do you remember in like middle school and high school, Bath and Body Works had the cucumber melon and we were just lathering ourselves with it? Yes, I know. What if now, do you think that if we went back 
to lathering ourselves with cucumber, melon, bath and body works. Mm -hmm. Do you think we could befriend the copperheads and have them do our bidding for us? Ooh, I think you should do it. And I think you should record it. And if you survive and you come out of there with snakes, just kind of like crawling all over your arms, like your Taylor Swift and look what you made me do music video, then the rest of us will follow suit. I'll see what I can do. I wonder how much anti-venom is. Like, can I buy that on the internet or do I have to go to a hospital? You know, I have a friend who's a paramedic. I wonder if they have it. I made a mistake of making a suggestion to Courtney and now she's creating this elaborate plan in her head and she's going to ask her paramedic friend to stand by with the anti-venom as she lathers herself in cucumber spray and enters a den of copperheads to like try to become, you know... I'm sure I have copperheads around my house because I do live in a rural area of Kentucky. Well, I believe in you. Uh, Let me know how that goes. But just make sure we've recorded an episode of the podcast first, just in case you need to take a week (laughs) to recover. It's fine. I can't do it yet. We don't have a current backup episode. So, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, there is this group of misfits that they're these unlikely contestants. And so, The way the pageant works is that everyone that signs up for it has to present themselves in front of the judges and they Mm -hmm. have to get their outfits approved, their talent approved. Everything Mm -hmm. is very controlled. You can't do anything just on a whim. They also do like a group dance at the beginning of the pageant Mm -hmm. that they're all kind of practicing for. And then they have a talent portion and then they also have a Q&A portion. Did you grow up watching the Miss Universe pageant? No. See, the big event in our house was the Super Bowl. Okay. When my dad was not deployed. Mm -hmm. So when my dad was deployed, the Super Bowl didn't happen. They canceled it. They canceled it for my dad. (laughs) Yeah. I never, I could not compel myself to care about football. I don't understand sports as a whole, so... I don't think it's for us because hear me out. These men are willingly wearing these tight, just skin tight outfits that you can literally see the veins in their ball sacks. Mm -hmm. They're not doing it for us, Courtney. They're doing it to impress each other. Sports are gay. (laughs) They're so gay. (laughs) They're fighting over a ball. Yeah. To win a belt or a ring. Right. That's the gayest shit I've ever heard in my life. I know. You're such a queen. I love your belt queen. Hey, show me your rings. Bling, bling, slay. (laughs) Right. Sports are completely gay, um, except for hockey. Well, they are ice skating, which I would say is also gay. (laughs) So, yeah, you just can't escape the gay in sports. Just like you said, sports are gay. You can't escape it. If you guys have any suggestions, listeners, on sports that are not gay, please let us know. And there is nothing wrong with sports being gay. I think sports should be allowed to be as gay as they want. There's nothing wrong with sports being gay, but I feel like we need to acknowledge that sports are in fact gay. Yeah, I'm tired of being gaslit, you know, about it. To think that sports are like the epitome of heterosexuality yeah if you were a heterosexual male sports right it's like okay when in reality it's the gayest thing ever so right now the contestants are all presenting their talent and costumes to the judges for approval prior to the pageant Mm -hmm. you know we have kind of the -the run-of-the-mill stuff singing dancing baton twirling willow dean who's coming up she's doing magic 
And she's not that good at it. Well, not only is she doing magic, she's doing unrehearsed magic, which, you know, it's just a recipe for disaster. So she's Mm -hmm. wearing a cape. She has a quarter, which is obviously a fake quarter that can fold that she's supposed to get into a bottle. And she tells everyone what she's going to do. And then she can't get it into the bottle because she didn't practice. Honestly, she should have taken the dude at the pool that called her a whale and cut him in half. (laughs) Because even if it didn't work... She still would have won. It was a win-win. No, 100%. But it's kind of an embarrassing moment. And Willow Dean can see that her mom, who's sitting among the judges, Willow Dean can see that her mom is kind of embarrassed of her. To be fair, it is an embarrassing magic performance. It was. I mean, anytime someone gets up on stage in front of people and kind of doesn't have a plan and then messes up, definitely. And, and on top of that, doesn't have the confidence, right? Because a confidence person yeah. would have played it off. So yeah, she's not starting off on the right foot. And then she has real competition, which I don't think Willow Dean's goal is to win, but this whole process is making her more insecure. It is. The whole process is making her more insecure. But also, I don't think Willow Dean has a very good plan in general. Right. You know, she her plan was to go in and make a mockery of the competition, but the competition is just making her feel sad. Willow Dean's magic performance is approved on the condition that she practices it and is better in time for the actual competition. Mm -hmm. But next they have like the dance rehearsals. And obviously Willow Dean is not even trying, but her friend Ellen actually is trying. She learned the choreography. And Willow Dean gets really mad at Ellen for this. She's like, no, this is not what's supposed to happen. You look like somebody that could actually win this. And here you are learning choreography. How fucking dare you? (laughs) Willow Dean is so salty right here. She's like, you're not doing it right. You're supposed to look stupid like me. And so there's a little bit, there's a rift there. The two friends kind of get into a fight. But the main contender to win the competition, her name is Becca. Becca is just like a teenage Rosie. Mm -hmm. She is bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, blonde, pretty, skinny, and she twirls batons. She's the front runner. She's a front runner, yeah. It made me a little bit sad because Willow Dean could see how excited and proud her mom was of this Becca girl. Mm -hmm. And even though Willow Dean joined this competition to make fun of it, there's deep down, there's a desire. You could see she wants her mom to be proud of her. It just, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just, that resonates with me. I think every single adult is just a little kid who just wants someone to be proud of them. Absolutely. Maybe we should walk around and just and just cheer people like the guy that's pumping gas in his car like wow you're such a big boy good job you know we we can't do that because they're like we'll make fun of them and then they'll murder us you're so right it's 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 a tightrope it's a tightrope so willow dean and ellen are obviously not talking right now and since willow dean has the sad sads Yeah, she has the sad sad. She's espresso depresso right now. One night, Willow Dean, while looking through some of Aunt Lucy's stuff, she finds information about this like karaoke place that does Dolly Parton nights. And she's really excited to go. So she gets her little group of misfits Mm -hmm. and they go to this karaoke, which turns out to be a karaoke bar with a Dolly Parton lookalike contest. Yeah, it's a drag show. There's all these fabulous drag queens on stage, you know, dressed as Dolly Parton. I've never been to a drag show. 
I've been to several and they are fantastic. I think Willow Dean coming to this drag show and seeing these like non-conforming, atypical Mm -hmm. queens, it just made her see pageantry and performance in a different light, you know? Yes. Like it's not about fitting into the mold. It's about expressing yourself and feeling beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I think this like sparks something in her. I think that it really brings to light the purpose of this revolution that she never acknowledged with the pageant, where she sees these drag queens that are up there just doing their thing, completely unashamed, just being themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's what Willow Dean really wanted the revolution to be like. She realizes that her protest is not to get up there and be miserable, but to go up there and shine and to look amazing. Yeah, it was to go up there, shine, look amazing, and show that you don't have to fit the mold to be a beauty queen. Right. After the show, one of the drag queens actually asked to speak to Willow Dean in private. Mm-hmm. Their name is Lee. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that Lee knew Aunt Lucy and they were friends. And this drag queen has incredible things to say about Aunt Lucy. And not just that, he actually attributes his confidence and his performance to Aunt Lucy Mm -hmm. giving him pep talks and telling him he could do it. And so Mm -hmm. to Willow Dean, this is almost her aunt coming back from the grave to kind of put her hand on her shoulder and be like, you could do this. Yeah. Again, this gives Willow Dean sort of the push that she needs to continue with this competition. Willow Dean and the Misfits actually sort of turn to the queens mm-hmm. to help them with their performances. Yeah, because the the typical pageant queen training is just not working for them. What they need is someone Mm -hmm. to teach them how to embrace themselves, how to Mm -hmm. shine on stage, how to work with their own body and their own looks and their own personality. And that's exactly what the drag queens do. And so we get this awesome montage of like drag queen pageantry training. I just feel like if that's a summer camp, I want to (laughs) go. A drag queen summer camp? It sounds like a good time. Right, because they're teaching them how to walk in heels, how to have stage presence, how to carry yourself Mm -hmm. confidently. These are all the things that these misfits need. And I think Ellen joins them, right? Ellen does join them um, for portions of it, but things are still kind of off between Ellen and Willow Dean. Willow Dean has a job and she works at a diner. I don't know if it's like a summer job. It probably is, right? Because she looks like she's still in school. Yeah, well, I think it might be like a school's already started at this point. So, yeah, she has, you know, like a couple day a week job at the town diner called Harpies. Willow Dean works at this diner and there's this guy. He's new. He's new in town. Mm -hmm. And he's like this really cute, just, you know, boy next door. Him and Willow Dean are friends, but Willow Dean is totally Mm. crushing on him. And at the same time, she is completely refusing to accept the signals that he's giving that he's into her. Like he gives her a present. And when Willow Dean tells Ellen about it earlier in the movie, Ellen's like, he likes you. Guys don't give you cute little presents if they don't like you. Diner guy actually asks Willow Dean. He's like, hey, there's a meteor shower if you wanted to come and watch it with me tonight. 
I think the whole way there, she was just like, okay, obviously he wants to be friends. Yeah. Willow Dean actually said to her friend Ellen, she was like, the only reason he wants to hang out with me, he wants to be friends so that he can get closer to the hot girls. Like, that's her mindset. She doesn't believe that he's interested. I mean, well, that did kind of happen in the Duff. Right. It is a, a, a plot device, but it's the wrong movie, Willow Dean. You know, we have yeah. different plot devices here. Yeah, they sit in the bed of his pickup truck. I mean, you can't get more date vibes than this. And then he kisses her and like she is taken aback at first and then she kisses him back and they're like, they are making out and he Mm -hmm. touches her back and then she flips out and she's like, thanks for the meteor. I got to go by. Yeah, she runs off and it's a little heartbreaking because she runs home and she gets in front of the mirror and she's watching herself. Like, she's so confused. Like, he kissed me. He's this hot guy. And not only is he attractive, he has the hottest girl after him. The pageant show frontrunner, Becca, is like interested in him. And Willow Dean has Mm -hmm. seen them talking. He has options. Like, this guy is choosing Mm -hmm. Willow Dean. You know what I mean? Like, he likes her. And she cannot understand why. You know what? It probably feels like he has an ulterior motive to her. Right. And I know that feeling. Oh, really? Um, Yeah. I know that feeling to where this cute guy's talking to you and you're like, okay, like, what's the game here? That's so sad that like, you know, the thing is that there's obviously different strokes for different folks and there are men that love bigger women. Willow Dean confesses to Ellen her insecurity and how insecure she feels that when the guy was kissing her, he touched her back. And Ellen, who is slim, tells Willow Dean, you know what? I have the same insecurities when my boyfriend touches my stomach. And this is such an important little tiny scene because it's so true. We are all insecure at that age. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't struggle with my weight until I was in my 30s. And I am more confident now than I was back then. When I was in my Mm -hmm. teens and 20s, I was so insecure as a teenager. Now in my 30s, I'm wearing things I never would have worn in my teens or 20s. And if people are upset about it, I could be like, you'll die mad. Like I, (laughs) you know, Jesus said that if you can't avert your eyes, you should gouge them out. That's what Jesus said. Jesus liked bigger girls. Yeah. Jesus liked bigger girls. Okay. (laughs) Back in the time when Jesus supposedly lived, bigger women were were it, man. That meant she had money, you know? She came from a good family. If her thighs jiggled, girl, she was eating well. If you got chub rub, you were elite. <laughs> After Willow Dean and Diner Guy's date, she's kind of ignoring him and he's trying to talk to her. And finally, she goes to him and she's like, why? Why me? Like, Becca just asked you out. And he's like, I don't fucking want Becca. I want you. Yeah. And it's interesting because he cannot see what she's even talking about. And to an extent, like, that's beautiful. But I also think, like, I don't know, did he come from the land of, you know, larger girlies? Because I think he should understand her insecurity. It's a real insecurity. Yeah, he doesn't understand it at all, which I think is just kind of the obliviousness of teenage boys. Yeah, he's like, what are you talking about? You got extra titties. You got them in the front. You got them in the back. Like, I love titties. (laughs) Like, have you you seen that butt? That booty be bootying. Willow Dean says, you're not supposed to like me. And he says, well, I think you're beautiful. 
you know, she still doesn't accept it. She kind of just, you know, I'm I'm, I'm be completely honest with you. We've said multiple times, if the hot guy inexplicably comes on to you, it might be a bet. So like Willow Dean's playing it safe here. Like I, mm-hmm. I understand, you know, <laughs> I wish she was more confident, but I, I totally get playing it safe because we've seen it go wrong multiple times. Mm-hmm. So by the time we get to the preliminary event, by this point, Willow Dean has a little more confidence on stage from her training with the drag queens. As we all would. Yeah. So now it is pageant day. The misfits, they are ready to go. They are pumped. They are hyped. They're like, fuck yeah, let's do this shit. When the pageant starts, all the girls have this performance that they do together, this choreographed Mm -hmm. dance all of the contestants do. They're prancing around wearing these hideous dresses that basically have the Texas flag on it. It looks like a cult. It kind of is a cult. After, you know, the Texas flag dance, all the girls are introduced separately in their swimsuits. You can tell Willow Dean is kind of nervous to go out there. But then Ellen just pops up and goes out there with her. Yeah, they go out there together. And so the announcer has to say their names together. This is kind of like not the way it's done. Willow Dean and Ellen have phrases spelled out in the front of their swimsuits. They spell out, everybody is a swimsuit body. Yes, I love that. So now they move on to the talent portion. And first of all, Millie, she's the other bigger girl. She kills it. I didn't realize she had such an amazing voice. She just belts out this song and everyone's like Mm -hmm. hypnotized. And also Millie being so such a confident bigger girl, she Mm -hmm. is just glowing on stage. She kills it. It's amazing. And then... Actually, Willow Dean changed up her entire talent thing. She changed her costume. She adds a song and a dance to her routine with her magic. She basically puts on a Dolly Parton inspired magic performance. It's the coolest thing because it's like a concert and a magic show. She's doing all these cool magic tricks while she's Mm -hmm. doing a choreographed dance to Dolly Parton. It's just everything Willow Dean is. Yes. Unfortunately, right after her set... In her performance, the pageant director is asked to speak to her. Mm -hmm. And she is disqualified because her costume, her song were not approved. She knew that. Like Willow Dean knew that. She just Mm -hmm. wanted her moment to shine. This was part of her protest, you know. Willow Dean is no longer in the contest, but Mom Rosie is like, I'm so proud of you. I know. It's this really cute moment in the dressing room where Mm -hmm. the mom is just for the first time genuinely proud of her daughter. Um, Mm -hmm. You know what we didn't say throughout this whole episode, and I'm surprised we completely forgot to bring it up, is the Mm. fact that the mom has had this horrible nickname for Willow Dean her whole life. The nickname is Dumplin'. You can imagine how bad this was for Willow Dean's self-confidence growing up for her beautiful pageant queen mom to call her Dumpling. Can you imagine your husband Mm -hmm. calling you Dumpling? It would be like in the arms of an angel would just start playing in the background because he's immediately Mm -hmm. having a funeral, you know? Yeah, your self-confidence just dies along with him. (laughs) You bury them both together. (laughs) Yeah. The mom also finds a loophole in the bylaws because even though Willow Dean has been disqualified, there's nothing in the bylaws to say that she can't be the escort for Ellen. So this will allow Willow Dean to come out in her final outfit. And that was really sweet of the mom to do. Willow Dean escorts Ellen out to the stage for the winners to be announced. 
Yes, all of the contestants are on the stage right now. It's so confusing to me how they announce the winners in pageant shows. I never know because first they say the second runner up, right? And the second runner Mm -hmm. up is some random girl that we, you know, she's a pretty thing, whatever. And then Mm -hmm. they say first runner up and first runner up is actually second place. But like, why do they Uh say it like that? It's so confusing. Right. So the first runner up is actually Millie, the other bigger girl that joined the pageant in the group of misfits. Everyone is shocked. And Millie takes that bouquet of flowers like she is the queen of the show, which honestly Mm -hmm. she is. And the winner of the pageant was Becca, who we all knew was going to win. Yeah, nobody's shocked about that. And so that's why it was just so fun Mm -hmm. that Millie got first runner up. She got second place in a pageant show. And she is Mm -hmm. this really heavy set girl. It was just a win. It was a win. Yeah. After the pageant, Willow Dean goes in her gown to the diner to see Diner Guy. Yeah, she's finally confident enough to be like, Hell yeah, mm-hmm. you want this. Like, look at me. So I want you to picture it. It's it's evening. Mm-hmm. He's sweeping up by the dumpsters. She approaches <laughs> in her gown trailing behind her across the parking lot. Right. Yes. She goes up to him and she just kisses him. He pulls back and he's, he asks her if she won. And she said, no, I got disqualified. Yeah. And he's like, huh, that's my girl. I know. It was so sweet. So the movie ends with all of them at a drag show and mom Rosie is there and she's just Mm. in awe. Like this is a a type of pageantry that she's never witnessed before. But it is so much more fun. Yeah, so the mom is there and she watches Willow Dean get pulled on stage and Willow Dean is dancing with her new boyfriend and the group of misfits is there. It's just a really cute ending and celebration. It is. I love it. And Rosie, who again is played by Jennifer Aniston, I can't help but think that she's having mean thoughts <laughs> like all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's not fair of us. I know it's not fair. Like we have no evidence to suggest that she's just too pretty and too nice. And it just doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's like a red flag. It's like if a guy was too nice and didn't have mm-hmm. any red flags, you would be like, listen, you're perfect. And that's suspicious. That's a problem. That's a problem for me personally. <laughs> Yeah, that is where our movie leaves us. Yeah, the teapot is empty for today. Don't worry, more is brewing in on the way. We'll be back next week with another episode. See you next time. Bye.